1: Sorry about the uh, no audio, I just, I'm a little late, I got into a phone call with a, with someone I thought I knew. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no crosstalking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause, across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me. And do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online.
5: United States of America, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
1: And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. In my Talking Points tonight, mail-in voting, absentee voting. Is this truly ripe for voter fraud? Well, apparently, according to reports, yes, it definitely is ripe, beyond ripe. It's overripe for voter fraud. And the Democrats know it. So let me just say for the record that in almost 39 years of voting, this election will mark 39 years. I have never found it necessary to use an absentee ballot once. Not once. Now, that's not to say that I never will in my lifetime. I might. And if I do, I want it to actually count. The problem with mail-in voting and absentee balloting is, again, as I said in the beginning, it's ripe for voter fraud. Now, there are those who have continuously and habitually said that the electronic voting machines that you go to vote in person on are connected to the Internet. I found out from the Board of Elections in my area they are not, and they showed me. Why they're not? Because the hard drives can be removed with a special key. Now, the only person that has access to that machine is the Board of Elections, and they are closely monitored. Every time the polls close, they have to go in person to the voting machine, remove the hard drives, and then go to the next polling place, remove the hard drives. They're all removed. And then they're, each one is calculated and tabulated and so on and so on. I don't know why it's so hard for people to understand that reality. But Democrats want you to believe that vote by mail is perfectly safe, that there is no opportunity or chance of voter fraud. Yeah, and I'm running for president of Mars tomorrow. It's unbelievable. I mean, there has to be a way to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that mail-in voting is and has been wrought with voter fraud. One American News, which I do like a lot more than Fox News these days, but it was One American News that filed a report regarding voter fraud and vote by mail and so forth. And I have that clip. I have that audio clip, and I'm going to play it in just a little bit. But I want you to understand, America, that what we're dealing with is Democrats are desperate. They're beyond desperate. They want Donald Trump to lose this election by any means necessary, and they're willing to commit voter fraud to do it. And if that's the case, then they need to be called up on the carpet for it, okay? There has to be a way to prove that they're behind some of this insanity, And I'm willing to bet that the Attorney General, William Barr, is looking into it, or at least I hope he is. Look, America, when you go to the polls, long before this pandemic struck, you used to go to the polls, right, and you stand in line and you'd wait patiently for your turn to come up. And when your turn came up, you grabbed that ballot, you went to that nice little private area, and you picked the person or persons you wanted to vote for, Right. Well, that's what I did. That's what a lot of us did. But this vote by mail takes that away from us. And in one instance, during a primary, it was proven that they sent out ballots already filled out, candidate and all. And all you had to do was sign it and send it back. If that's not voter fraud, I don't know what is, because now they're taking the choice. Out of your hands and putting in theirs you see what I'm saying this is the kind of insanity that we're dealing with when it comes to vote by mail this is voter fraud and that's just a primary can you imagine that happening during the presidential election oh we're in that cycle now hmm America let's not give the Democrats what they so richly want okay but instead, let's give the Democrats exactly what they really deserve their asses booted right out of office. Now, I do have one other item in my talking points that I want to bring up, and that is President Trump, because of this Israel UAE uh, peace agreement, has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. He actually did something to earn the Nobel Peace Prize, unlike Barack Obama, who didn't earn shit. So congratulations to our president, Donald John Trump, on his nomination for the Nobel Peace Prize. And I'll have more on that tonight as well. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Hello, everybody. Once again, I do want to apologize for the delay. I was on a phone call with someone I actually thought I knew for decades. He's got a surprise coming tomorrow. He's not going to like it, but he's got one coming tomorrow. Uh, And that's all I'm going to say about that. I guarantee... He won't like what he gets. Anyway. I've got this clip that I'm going to play for everybody. I think... uh, I think you might want to pay close attention to it, <clears throat> because this is, in all honesty, this is coming from a network where the only, uh, the only network that actually did something in depth about it. So let me see. First, let me uh, do this. I'm oh, good. Things are working the way they are supposed to. How nice. I'm in shock. All right. Take a listen to this. And I'll be right back.
0: President Trump's concerns
2: over the integrity of mail-in ballots appears to be justified as reports indicate the practice is highly vulnerable to voting fraud. Here's one America's Pearson Sharp.
3: As the November election nears and states like Minnesota, Virginia, and Vermont gear up for early voting, the integrity of mail-in ballots is under more scrutiny than ever. And it should be. President Trump is urging voters not to trust their mail-in ballots and to vote in person wherever possible. In North Carolina, the president called on voters to track their mail-in vote and help ensure that it gets counted. If it isn't, he says it's their duty to go and vote in person. And they're going to have to go and check their vote by going to the poll and voting that way because uh, if it,
6: if it uh, tabulates, then they won't be able to do that. So let them send it in
3: and let them go vote. And if their system's as good as they say it is, then obviously they won't be able to vote. If it isn't tabulated, they'll be able to vote. And the president's concerns seem justified. From 2012 to 2018, nearly 30 million mail-in ballots went mysteriously missing in elections across the country. Those add up to about one in five of all the absentee ballots and those mailed to voters in states that exclusively vote by mail. During Nevada's June primaries this year, more than 223,000 mail-in ballots in the state's largest county were sent to wrong and out-of-date addresses. The election integrity watchdog group Public Interest Legal Foundation said these numbers demonstrate exactly how vote-by-mail fails. The group added that while some states will do better, Nevada, New York, and others are not prepared for the election this November. In another example, last week, judges in Iowa invalidated 64,000 absentee ballot requests they claimed were improperly filled out, while Democrats fought to have another judge rule the votes were valid. Never mind in California, where during the 2018 elections, nearly a quarter of a million voter registration and mail-in ballot errors raised serious doubts about election integrity. Yet with sanctuary states, like California, protecting illegal aliens like never before, there's absolutely no chance whatsoever that illegals will receive these ballots, fill them out, and return them. It
4: shouldn't be mail-in voting. It should be you go to a booth and you proudly display yourself. You don't send it in the mail where people pick up all sorts of bad things can happen by the time they sign that, if they sign that, if they sign that, by the time it gets in and is tabulated. I'm not going to say which party does it, but thousands of votes are gathered and they come in and they're dumped in a location, and then
1: all
3: of a sudden you lose elections that you think you're going to win. Studies have shown mail-in ballots are at high risk for fraud, with Attorney General William Barr saying that elections by mail have substantially more fraud and coercion. For example, in 2016, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote in the country, but the untold story is that almost six million mail-in ballots went missing Or never counted. And officials can't explain what happened to the ballots either. They just vanished. President Trump has warned that if Republicans are forced to vote by mail, there might never be another Republican in the White House again. Pearson Sharp, One America News.
1: And President Trump may be right. He very well may be right. Three, four, seven. 945-5747. Nine four, five, five, seven, four, seven. The only downside to all of this, the way I see it, well, there is a downside. if they if voter fraud if the voter fraud is successful, which I hope to God it's not we could end up with sleepy Joe Biden and Obama 2.0. So, by my estimate, we have very little time to contemplate our next move. <clears throat> Speaking of next moves, joining me on the phone lines at three four seven nine four five five seven four seven is my friend Gunslinger from the state of Texas. Gunslinger, what's on your mind? What, what do you What do you You heard the clip. What do you make of all – what's your – oh, hell, tell me what you think. Well, you know, it's it's, it's only a
5: sure thing. That, uh, well, Trump is win by a landslide. There's no doubt about that. I've been
6: keeping up with it. All the polls say that. holding on yards, okay? People that are voting Democrat last time are going to vote Republican
1: this time. So, Guslinger, I can barely hear you.
6: Seriously,
5: hear me. What about that?
1: Any better? Not much. I had to turn my head my headset up to full blast, and that's still not enough. <clears throat>
5: Sucks. What, the hell? what about that? Is it better?
1: How how high do you have your uh, mic setting?
5: Almost a seven.
1: Put it up to full blast.
6: Damn. What about that? Is it better?
1: Yeah, I can actually hear you now. I don't know why it's why it's doing what it's doing, but. All my stuff is full, right, is at maximum volume.
5: I did. It's fucking Microsoft. I got the fucking
1: Microsoft at maximum So, you were saying?
6: Oh, uh, well, yeah, you know, these idiots called Democrats are going to do anything they can possibly do to try to rig anything that they can because that's what they do, okay? They're very dishonest people, okay? So, when you've got dishonest people like that, you know, I still think it's going to come out in Trump's favor, obviously. But it's not going to stop them from doing it. I mean, look at all the shit that they've done. They've got a track record of being pretty dishonest, I think,
5: but... Um.
1: Why do I hear Skype ringing in the background?
6: Somebody was trying to call me.
1: Not calling me. me. Oh, they're calling you. Yeah, well, you know, something, Guslinger. I'll put it to you like this. Voter fraud, it's been proven time and again. And, and that report you just heard spelled it out in in great detail. I don't know, maybe, maybe with enough warning, people will get the message. Hopefully. Because the way I see it, you know, it's it's just ridiculous.
6: You know, I think they are getting the warning because they've already seen that, you know, what these idiot Democrats are up to, okay? They not only... Voter fraud, but you know, it's all this, all these rights and all this shit going, in, going on in all these cities, uh, democratic control. Okay, they're in heaven. And Trump has said more than once, he's trying to stop it. He said, take about an hour to stop it. But he's letting the, these idiots run their cities, you know, like, like the Constitution says,
5: he could
6: invoke that insurrection act. No doubt about it, but he's sitting back and saying, "Look, see what they're doing. This is what you want. You got to be kidding me, right?" I mean, it's, it's You see what's going on there? It's there. there's total craziness. I mean, what the fuck's going on? Is something in the water or the air? These these people are drinking, breathing, or something. What is it? 104 days, 103 days now. Sheesh. 102, 103.
1: I don't keep I don't keep count of it anymore because something's got to give. I just don't know. It's 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 crazy. Well, I think what we're what we're going to have to do as as a nation what we're going to have to do as a nation is we're going to have to really sit down and, uh, you know, we're going to have to sit down and, and really start looking, ha- having our our election process looked at with a fine tooth comb. We're going to have to have the equipment that's used, the system that's in place, Going, after this election's over, they need to overhaul it. Mail-in balloting, absentee ballots. Uh, personally, I think they, they should, you know, that should be at the voters' request. Voting machines, <clears throat> which I found out, they're not connected to the Internet. I don't know why people keep thinking they are. I spoke with uh, with the people over at the Board of Elections when I went to update my information. And they told me they said, "George, there's no way these are connected to the internet." Okay? They can't connect them to the internet because of the places that they're connecting they would be connecting at. Some of them don't have internet access at all. Others do. So they don't connect to the internet. All the hard drives are collected by Board of Elections personnel to count the votes. And the votes are tabulated inside the, inside the machine, on the hard drive. So, I don't know, it seems to me that we have a system in place that, that can be tweaked, and, and can be fixed to minimize or at the very least eliminate voter fraud. Would that does that make sense to you?
5: Well yeah, it makes sense,
6: absolutely. I mean you could you gotta do whatever you can do to try to eliminate it, but you're never going to eliminate it. I'm sorry. It's just the system is not perfect. You're never going to eliminate 100% of voter fraud. It's always going to be there. Just like people that cheat on their on their IRS stuff and, and cheat on their bank statements and cheat on this and cheat on their wives and cheat on their girlfriends and boyfriend and shit like that. It's always going to be there, okay, to some degree, okay? never going to get a perfectly running system, okay? And it's not possible, okay? It's, if you understand anything about physics, you're not going to get anything 100% efficient. Okay, you can say it's 100% efficient, sure. Okay? I can say the fucking sky is pink outside, but is it really pink? No. <laughs> but, you know, you're always going to have some form of well, I like to say resistance. May not may be a high percentage, but it's always gonna be there, okay? Uh, because there's nothing perfect. There's like, you know, President Trump made a few mistakes. Nobody's perfect for the office. I never did say that he is perfect. But he showed a beat, you know, what's the thing running against him. At least I think. <laughs> Go
5: ahead.
1: Oh, believe me, I sit here and I try to figure I try to figure out I really try to figure out exactly what it is that's running against President Trump. And the only thing I can come up with is a feeble-minded, old, doddering fool. But that doesn't stop them from, you know, trying new and different ways to be stupid. As a matter of fact, I'm going to show you guys, I'm going to show you all something in a minute, as soon as I transfer it from my phone, because, well, let's face it, you're not going to believe what I just saw on a a tweet from Fancy Nancy. So, which I'm sitting here still trying to figure out why the fuck is she even bothering? She's not making any sense in this. And it's all bullshit. So, let me pull this little tweet. If I can just get my... Uh, there we go, folks. You're gonna love this. I'm not gonna say anything as to what it says just yet. Let's see here. Uh, fuck. I just. Hey. What do you know? I hit the I clicked on the wrong item. Let's see. one of those days where nothing goes right. Okay. Let me see now. Uh, well, how do you like this? It's going to make me work for it. Okay, fine. I gotta I can't do it in the way I wanted to. I need to like them apples. Oh, I'll post a link in the chat room so you can see so you'll see it gun. now I gotta attempt the impossible here. That I wanted to do it this way, but unfortunately, it's not letting me do it any other way. Folks, this is what Nancy Pelosi tweeted to, uh, just a little while ago. <clears throat> the president's own words spell out the devastating truth in her opinion. Trump was fully aware of the, ca- the catastrophic nature of the coronavirus but hid the facts and refused to take the threat seriously, leaving our entire country exposed and unprepared. Hashtag Trump knew. And I suppose Fancy Nancy can prove this. Uh, then again, no, she can't. What do you think of that one, Gun?
6: Would you, would you get this stuff from the, from the psychotic mind of a Democrat, which they lie to themselves 24-7, okay? Was you, you expecting anything different? No. Um, he was the first one to jump on it, okay, by closing down the, the air, air system and all this stuff, and, and. Doing everything that he can possibly do, everything humanly possibly that he could have done, okay, to try to prevent the spread as fast, you know. You can only do so much. I mean, what does this bitch think that, that she could have done any better? I'd like to know, okay? Uh, put everybody in a fucking vacuum tube? <laughs> yeah, good luck on that one. Uh, um, so, when you have this Pig this this idiot, this thing, this hypocrite, this liar, this cheater, this the list goes on and on and on. I'm sure you get the picture.
1: Uh, why not? Why oh, do? <laughs> yeah. You <know>, why not? <laughs> oh, trust me, I get the picture. I'm hoping that a lot of Americans get the picture because it is absolute and utter lunacy. And by the way, Cherokee Rose in the chat room in regards to voter fraud. She's she's in the she's watching by way of Periscope.tv. Cherokee Rose said, Vote by mail is big here in Arizona. And that's not going to be a good thing this year, I fear. You have every right to be afraid. Every right. If the Democrats are pushing it, and if what happened in one primary were to happen in this election cycle, where they, they choose, your, can, choose the candidate for you, and all you have to do is sign and send it back, uh, gee, does that sound like voter fraud to, to if it sounds like voter fraud smells like voter fraud then it must be voter fraud because that was that's voter fraud in regards to fancy Nancy yes, fancy Nancy there's a hashtag folks that I want you to trend. I want you to make a trend globally. Hashtag Pelosi lies. Hashtag Pelosi lies. I want to thank Cherokee Rose for that hashtag. Um, hashtag term limits. I hate to be the bearer of bad news on term limits for the Congress and the Senate, but they're not going to vote for that. They're not going to. They're not going to do that. You've got too many career politicians that are that are just loving their job. I mean look at Pelosi. She's what, eighty years old? And this woman doesn't seem to get it. She doesn't understand. But uh Cherry Caro said, hashtag twenty right. minutes. Pelosi is a great example as to why we need them. Yeah, but we're not it's, gonna see it happen with the Congress or the Senate.
6: It's too bad that the President cannot, by executive order, do term limits. I mean, he's got a term limit. Eight years. Why do these people like piglossi and the rest of these idiots don't have it? Okay? Because you see, this is reason that this country is in the shithole that it was before Trump. Well, it still kind of is, because of people like this. piglossi Chuck the shit, and Smuck, and all these other idiots that are been in there since Methuselah, okay, maybe even predating the dinosaurs. I mean, who knows? They've grown, they've grown roots, and when you have grown roots, this is what you get. Okay, they think that they're invincible. They think that they, they, not going anywhere. Makes you wonder: are they stupid, or the people that supposedly keep voting them in there are they even more stupid?
5: Who knows?
1: Yeah, tell me about it. I, I, I shudder to think where this where this country will be, end up. I shudder to think where this country will end up if voter fraud is 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 committed and nothing is done about it. That's what bothers me the most because if it's not caught look at the look at the 6 million votes they talked about in that clip 6 million votes that weren't counted that just magically disappeared how much you want to bet those 6 million votes were trump votes Scary stuff, folks. Very scary stuff. Well, I'm going to put... I'm going to use the audio clip from this story that I just put in the uh, Mixler chat room because it'll be a little easier to play it than for me to try and read it. So... <laughs> and. You know, with getting tongue-tied stuff. So this comes from Breitbart News. And the headline reads, Donald Trump earns Nobel Peace Prize nomination for Israel-UAE deal. Get a load of this, folks. I, I personally believe that Donald Trump earned this nomination, whereas Obama he didn't. Here goes.
0: Donald Trump earns Nobel Peace Prize nomination for Israel-UAE deal by Simon Kent on September 9, 2020. U.S. President Donald Trump has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize in honor of his work in normalizing relations between Israel and the United Arab Emirates, UAE. Fox News reported Wednesday. Christian Tybring a member of the Norwegian Parliament, submitted the nomination. He praised Trump for his efforts at striving for peace not just in the Middle East but globally as well. The signing ceremony of the Abraham Accord between Israel and the UAE, which marks the President's diplomatic success, is set down for September 15 in Washington. According to the Jerusalem Post, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu will represent Israel, the Foreign Affairs Minister and the Crown Prince's brother, Abdullah bin Syed, will represent the UAE. For his merit, I think he has done more trying to create peace between nations than most other Peace Prize nominees. Ty Bringetty, a former Member of Parliament who also serves as Chairman of the Norwegian delegation to the NATO Parliamentary Assembly, told Fox News in an exclusive interview. Ty Bringetty, in his nomination letter to the Nobel Committee, said the Trump administration has played a key role in the establishment of relations between Israel and the UAE, as Breitbart News reported. He wrote, as it is expected other Middle Eastern countries will follow in the footsteps of the UAE. This agreement could be a game changer that will turn the Middle East into a region of cooperation and prosperity. Also cited in the letter, as reported by Fox News, was the president's key role in facilitating contact between conflicting parties and creating new dynamics in other protracted conflicts, such as the Kashmir border dispute between India and Pakistan, and the conflict between North and South Korea, as well as dealing with the nuclear capabilities of North Korea. Taibring Yeti, further, praised Trump for withdrawing a large number of troops from the Middle East. The accolades stand in stark contrast to former President Barack Obama, who was widely criticized when he won in 2009 for doing nothing to earn the honor. The former Secretary of the Nobel Peace Prize Committee, from 1990 to 2015, Der Lundestad, even went so far as to say Obama's prize was a mistake. This time the committee seems on surer ground, according to Bring Yeti. Indeed, Trump has broken a 39-year-old streak of American presidents either starting a war or bringing the United States into an international armed conflict. The last president to avoid doing so was Peace Prize laureate Jimmy Carter, he wrote. Ty Bringetti, a member of a conservative-leaning populist party in Norway, told Fox News the nomination is less to do with currying favor with the man in the White House as it is to acknowledge real results in the world of international diplomacy. I'm not a big Trump supporter, he said. The committee should look at the facts and judge him on the facts, not on the way he behaves sometimes. The people who have received the Peace Prize in recent years have done much less than Donald Trump. For example. Barack Obama did nothing. The Nobel Peace Prize recipient is determined by a five-person Nobel committee, which is appointed by the Norwegian Parliament. The winner of the Peace Prize for 2021 will not be announced until October of next year. Follow Simon Kent on Twitter. Follow at SunSimonKend or email to skent at Breitbart.com.
1: So, Donald Trump gets nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Talk about. Absolutely phenomenal. And watching by way of D Live, Iggy Mom is watching by way of D Live. Good to see you, Iggy. So, what do you think of that gun?
5: Well, you know,
6: at least, uh, which is good, at least uh, Trump earned it, okay? It was like respect is earned and not but buddy I don't know, for, forget what they gave him the Nobel Peace Prize for. They should take it away from him and automatically give it to Trump, okay? Because he didn't do nothing to deserve that, okay? We all know that. So, you know, at least, at least you know, Trump's doing something. He is actually doing something for the people. Unlike the other idiots that went against the people, <laughs> it's like it's just like night and day, opposite of each other. It's crazy.
5: Good.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, and like I said, you know, Obama didn't do anything to deserve the Nobel Peace Prize. Not in my opinion. I mean, honestly, what did Obama do? except try to destroy this country. <clears throat> or as he put it, fundamentally transform America. Yeah, he wanted to turn it into a shithole. And then near succeeded. But thanks to Donald Trump, that's changed. But all I can say is congratulations Mr. President You deserve it. You truly do. Now, you want to hear something really screwball? get this Biden botches military coronavirus death count oh I hate oh I hate when that happens the automatic start stuff Biden botches military coronavirus death count campaign says he accidentally cited Michigan number (laughs) why does that surprise anyone Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden misspoke during a campaign stop in Michigan incorrectly saying that over 6,000 U.S. military members have died from the novel coronavirus. Speaking in Warren, Michigan, Biden cited the number of confirmed cases and deaths from COVID-19 in Michigan as being the numbers for the military, saying the armed forces had seen 118,984 cases And 6,114 deaths. Shortly after the event, Biden's campaign quickly clarified that Biden had mixed up the numbers from Michigan with those from the military. As of Wednesday, only seven members of the military had died from COVID 19. Vice President Biden has the utmost respect for the men and women of the armed services and believes it's the sacred duty of our country to properly equip them, look after their families when they're deployed, and care for them when they return, Biden's Deputy Rapid Response Director, Michael Gwynn, said in a statement. Gwynn added, To honor their service, the Vice President carries with him each day a card detailing the number of Americans who have given their lives for their country in Iraq and Afghanistan and frequently cites that number to recognize their sacrifice. Biden has taken criticism before for confusing statistics when it comes to the coronavirus pandemic. In June, Biden incorrectly said 120 million people had died from the contagion in the United States. People don't have a job. People don't know where to go. They don't know what to do, Biden said at the time. Now we have over 120 million dead from COVID. As of Wednesday, the U.S. has recorded just over 190,000 deaths from the virus, the highest total in the world. While Biden appeared appeared to immediately catch himself after his gap in June, the pool video of Biden's comments cuts off after he made the remark. President Trump's campaign was quick to jump on the former vice president's comments. The campaign tweeted out, Joe Biden is very confused. He's not playing with a full deck, folks. Hashtag barely there Biden. Biden's verbal slip-ups have plagued him throughout his 2020 presidential bid, with the Trump campaign using them as fodder to argue that the presumptive Democratic nominee is unfit for the Oval Office as well as to draw attention away from Trump's own mistakes. The president himself has been hammered by pundits and Democrats for false or misleading claims he's made regarding the coronavirus pandemic. From from his now infamous March 6th declaration that anybody that wants a test can get a test, to claiming that the Obama administration had left him with a bad or old with bad or old tests for COVID nineteen, even though there could not have been a test until Trump's presidency. All right, I'm going to stop there because you know, if you're going to badmouth the president in your articles, Fox News, you need to get you need to understand it's not going to, it's not going to bode well. I'm sorry. He made, he's only made a, a couple of minor miscues, but you make it sound like he's a doddering old fool like Biden. Well, guess what? I can forgive President Trump's minor goofs. It happens. But he doesn't do it every day. Unlike Biden, who does it every single day since he came out of his basement. You know that phrase I use? basement-dwelling, bottom-feeding dweebs? He's the, Biden is the king of them. Seriously. Now, Cherokee Rose in the chat room on Periscope says, Obama hated America and the military. And you're right, he did. Look what he did to them. Cut the strength down to pre-World War II levels made their budget almost non-existent at times. And you're right. Sadly, Biden is senile. I firmly believe he's got some form of dementia or Alzheimer's, and the, and his campaign is protecting him. When is the Democratic Party going to realize they've got a fool for a candidate? Gunslinger, what do you think, man?
5: Well,
6: you know, anything that comes from Sleepy Joe, uh, better take it with an aspirin, okay? Because coming from somebody that is clearly, clearly not fit to be president of anything, I wouldn't even trust that bastard to be president of the local dog catcher association, okay? Much less the president of the United States. (laughs) I mean, seriously... I mean, when he don't know who he's married to, he don't know where he is half the time, he goes out and just blabbers and blabber lands like, what? I mean, no wonder Democrats are running away from their party, okay? Because this is the best they can offer. Sleepy Joe and Camel Toe, are you serious? I mean, they had to scrape the bottom of the barrel to get these idiots, okay? So, you know, it's obviously that, you know, Trump's gonna be a shoe in, okay, obviously, because who in their right mind would want to vote for somebody like that? That would that's going that would be in charge of the world's greatest and most powerfulest country and military in the entire world. And you want that fucking idiot, uh Joe, uh to be at the helm of that? Uh let me off this ship real fast.
5: Huh. Good. <laughs>
1: Look, it's it's pretty much a given. Biden doesn't have the doesn't have the brains God gave him, and Trump Trump even 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 if Trump were asleep, taking a nap, he's got more brains napping than Biden's got awake. So I don't know. It's crazy. We're dealing with we're, we're dealing with lunacy coming from the left on every front, and it's just going to get worse. Now, for those of you who are who have been following what's happened in Rochester, New York, uh, with the Rochester riots. Some good news coming from from that area. New York prosecutors charged two in connection with the Rochester riots. And get a load of this. New York prosecutors have unveiled criminal charges against two participants of the recent far-left riots in Rochester. The reason we are all here today is to announce that two individuals have been arrested and charged federally stated U.S. Attorney James P. Kennedy, Jr., Adam Green, age 20, of Dansville, uh, Dansville, New York, and Dallas William Smothers, age 20, from, from Rochester. According to authorities, these individuals are facing hefty fines and up to five years in prison. They have been charged with obstructing and impeding law enforcement during an outbreak of political violence in the city. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pro, uh, prosecutors emphasized multiple attacks on law enforcement took place during those riots. Following the public disclosure on September 2nd of Daniel Prude's death, nightly protests, some of which have been violent, began to take place. in in the city of Rochester, Kennedy added. Those protests have resulted in property damage and physical injury to members of the Rochester Police Department. U.S. attorneys are continuing their investigations into the latest national unrest. They have said they will hold to account every participant of those violent and unlawful actions. So, I don't know. Gunslinger, if you're still with me, uh, what do you think, man? Oh, he went to the kitchen. Never mind. What did he get back? But you know what? In the meantime, that gives me an opportunity to. You've got to be kidding today. Oh, come on with this stupid. Folks, I'm telling you right now, doing a live broadcast, you, you always end up with some sort of uh, lunacy. And that's what I'm getting today. My share of on-the-air Lunacy. It's called Computers Don't Like Me. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Try and restore my uh, stuff over here so I can do this proper like. Uh, let's see if I can get the chat room where I put the link. What? Whoops. That was not fun. All right. <clears throat> We're getting there, folks. I promise. Now, one of the uh, items that I have here is Tommy Laren. She does a thing on, on the uh, Fox News Channel's app, Fox Nation. And I'll tell you something. This gal is top shelf. She's really good at, at what she does. And i got to give her a lot of props. Now just to, um, <clears throat> excuse me, just to um, give you a general idea of what is going to be mentioned here, uh, what I said on, uh, this, this is a, a, a comment that I made in rela- with this particular item that you're about to hear in a minute. <clears throat> excuse me. Wow, my voice, is, my voice is really not helping tonight. It's unusual. Well, the lawlessness is out of control in our country with these riots. Now, a lot of folks keep talking about the, ins- about the Insurrection Act. Before I play this clip, let me just tell you something of what the insurrection is all about. The Insurrection Act of 1807 is a United States federal law that empowers the President of the United States to deploy U.S. military and federalized National Guard troops within the United States in particular circumstances such as to suppress civil disorder, insurrection, and rebellion. What's happening in our country is civil unrest, is civil disorder. These riots are not protests. They are not peaceful protests. They are civil, is a form of civil disorder that must stop. I am going to come out publicly and state that the president has, must invoke the Insurrection Act. Now, we know the Democrats aren't going to like that idea, but he doesn't need their permission to do it. All he's got to do is is state, I am invoking the Insurrection Act, and boom, guaranteed the shit that's happening in places like Seattle, Portland, here in New York, wherever there's civil disobedience, civil unrest in the form of riots, it's going to get squashed real fast. And it would be the best thing he could ever do. And there's a statement, there's a phrase that Miss Laren uses in this clip that um, you've heard me say on occasion. Let me just, I'm going to kill my mic for just a second because the feed that, that you're going to hear from goes through the audio board and I need to make sure that the sound is on before I actually put it in motion. Okay. This is what Tommy Laren said in one of her final thoughts uh, that she posted on Facebook just about four hours ago.
2: More so-called protests in L.A. over the deputy-involved shooting of a man who not only had a rap sheet but also punched a deputy in the face and had a handgun at the time of the shooting. But sure, keep protesting in the name of justice, as if the good people of California haven't suffered enough. It's time for Final Thoughts. Let's face it, California is ravaged. Not only is the state experiencing a record-setting heat wave coupled with record-setting fires ignited by a gender-reveal party, and not only is the state under the economy and job-crushing, never-ending COVID stranglehold of Governor Gavin Newsom, (laughs) now there are more protests that look a hell of a lot more like thug tantrums. Oh, goody, I wonder why people are fleeing the state. At least six people were arrested after clashes with L.A. County Sheriff's deputies, and when I say clashes, I mean the so-called protesters refusing to disperse and throwing rocks and bottles at deputies. You know, the new standard in peaceful protesting. Now listen, whether or not the shooting of Dejon Kesey is justified or not aside, can we please have a real conversation about what constitutes a peaceful protest and what constitutes community-ruining dangerous acts of thuggery and destruction? Are we really at the point where every time we have an officer-involved shooting anywhere in this country, BLM feels entitled to destroy communities? That every time an incident is pending trial or under investigation via the true and legitimate justice system, community business owners have to board up their storefronts and pray their life's work and savings aren't looted, pillaged, or burned to the ground? Because, spoiler alert, in case you haven't noticed, BLM and their basement-dwelling Antifa pals will loot, riot, and burn over an officer-involved shooting of a black man even if the suspect violently resisted arrest and was armed with a gun, knife, or any weapon, for that matter. It's just an excuse to go buck wild. That's not justice. That's violent intimidation and an excuse to steal, burn, and destroy. Unbelievable how many Democrat leaders in Wisconsin, Portland, Seattle, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Minneapolis, Chicago, and elsewhere have allowed this to be the new and acceptable normal. It's not. And speaking of unacceptable new normal, need I remind you the state of California is still punishing salon, gym, restaurant, recreation, and all other business owners with livelihood-crushing COVID restrictions. Yep, you can't open your hair salon, except for Nancy, of course, or your restaurant at full capacity. But hey, if you want to throw shit at law enforcement, go for it. Is this the message from the Democratic Party, from Joe Biden and Kamala Harris? Do they believe those who burn and loot businesses are woke heroes and martyrs, but those who simply want to reopen their businesses are shameful and dangerous for public health and safety? Because that's the message they're sending out loud and clear like a freaking bat signal. And if all of this chaos is supposed to be an appeasement strategy to win black votes, that's truly despicable. If the plan is to wait till after the election to regain some law and order, how incredibly insulting and reckless. This is what the Democrats do every four years, folks. Bow to the extremists in the name of justice and then abandon whatever cause they pretended to care about when they no longer need to conjure up the votes. No. You help black Americans through economic freedom and opportunity, not through the aided, abetted, and applauded looting and destruction of other people's things. Our cities, communities, and business owners shouldn't be collateral damage in the Democrats' race-bait political ploy. This is not the kind of America that serves anyone of any race, gender, ethnicity, or political affiliation. And honestly, it deeply saddens me. Peace, law, and order have become partisan issues. But hey, those are just my final thoughts from Nashville. God bless. Take care.
1: You know, Tommy Lahren, I remember when she was with One American News some years back. She was a rising star then, and I firmly believe she's a rising star today. And what she just said spoke volumes. Seriously, it spoke volumes. Gunslinger, did you catch that uh, that clip?
6: Yeah, I heard it. Uh, well, yeah, it, oh, she, she's right. I mean, um, it's got to stop, okay? It's got to stop. You can't going on too long now, okay? You made your point, okay? Now it's time to stop. It's gone beyond, um, you know, protesting that guy that got killed, wasn't it? hell, oh, we forgot now, okay. It's gonna be on it's called to criminality. When you have and I was sitting there watching it on Facebook, when you have these idiots throwing volti cocktails at cops, okay, that's fire. I mean you throw you throw something like that at me and I'm gonna fucking return fire with some lead aiming for your head. Okay, you throw that shit at me, okay? I, you know, it's, this is, like I said, it's going beyond what, it's, what it should be. And he stopped. Go ahead.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, we're seeing, we're seeing our streets turned into war zones by these Antifa BLM thugs every single day. <clears throat> and it's getting out of hand. No, it's not getting out of hand. It's gotten out of hand. Okay? No matter what, no matter, you know, it doesn't matter anymore who got shot, who got killed, this and that. They're going to use every single shooting death, every single brutality case they can get their hands on. It's not even a question of whether the, uh, uh, what the other... Facts in the case are. <clears throat> like in the case of that one guy who got shot in the back, what, seven times? Well, you know what? Prior, prior to that, the man, the man was, was making threats, stalking people. I mean, he's got a criminal record, the, the length of my arms combined. And he was reaching for a knife in his vehicle. Well, you know what? I don't I, I'm not gonna sit here and say that the shooting was justified. To shoot a person in the back, well, that's 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 going that, that's that's so that's out of line. Okay? You've got your weapons drawn. He comes out of that vehicle with a knife in his hand, you tell him to drop the knife. Drop it. He fails to, he- to heed your lawful commands, and you feel your life is in danger, you shoot. I don't know if these cops should be criminally charged or not. Personally, I think, you know, I- I think that they did be- use excessive force in this situation, but that's beside the point at the moment. That is truly beside the point because as a result of that, they added his name to the rioting list. Look, there are, it doesn't matter what the person's skin color is. If a cop is, is abusing his authority and they commit to, to brutality or, and, worse, murder, they need to be put in jail. It's that simple. Don't condemn an entire department for the actions of a few. And that's what's been happening. And that's what continues to happen. These riots are nothing more than excuses to act like animals. That's what it comes down to. They're nothing but a bunch of fucking animals. President Trump needs to invoke the Insurrection Act and do it quickly. Election or no election. It needs to be done. Go ahead.
6: Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, it's got to be stopped. I mean, you know, in Texas, there. I mean, sometimes shooting at the back is justified. It just depends on the circumstances. That's in Texas now.
5: I mean,
6: if a person is running away from you and you shoot him in the back, uh, you might get in a little trouble on that. One. But if he has brutally assaulted you, uh, which is a felony, okay. But, or has your property on his person? Well, you can use any force that you mean justified to stop him in Texas. I don't know about the other states, but in Texas you can. That's why we're such a gun friendly state on self defense. But yeah, these people are not fucking protesters. They are criminals. Criminals. What are you going to do? Slap them on the hand? You know, what are you going to do? Say, please stop. What you're doing is wrong. Your mother wouldn't appreciate what you're doing, would she?
5: No, you have
6: to use force against force. Okay? My famous quotes. When you take a knife to a gun side, fuck no. Who's gonna win? The person's got the gun, okay, because he had the biggest force. So when you bring in the you know, the, the National Guard, even the presence they don't even really have to do anything because they're always standing behind the cops anyway. Remember Penn State. That's why they always stay behind the cops because they don't bullets in their guns. Okay. They really don't need that because these idiots are idiots. They, at the, at the show of brute force, they'll run. And I've seen it by watching the the Facebook feeds. You, they'll all, They're all in your face. And saying, fuck you, and throwing you the finger, and all this bullshit. But when those cops go, ooh, they take off like scolded fucking dogs. Okay? So it wouldn't take much to end this. When Trump says he can end it within an hour, he's right. I'll give him 45 minutes or less. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, let me put this to you, okay? In my hometown, in my hometown, based on some of the stuff I've read in different threads on Facebook, I'm starting to wonder if it's a powder keg waiting to explode. And remember what I said, folks, about these riots taking place in smaller cities and townships and communities. I've been I was told by somebody right on this broadcast, it ain't gonna it, it ain't gonna happen here, it ain't gonna happen here. Well good luck good luck in thinking that way. is not a major city, but it happened there. So imagine, if you will, a city the size of roughly twenty to twenty five thousand residents, having something like What's happening in some of the major cities? Happening there. My hometown is not a very big place, but I guarantee, if something were to happen like this, you know what happened in, what's happening in places like Portland, places like Seattle. Imagine what would happen. If Peekskill, New York faced that level of rioting, looting, and destruction, I'll tell you something right now. I don't give two shits what anybody says. It's going to branch out to the smaller cities and towns unless something is done to stop it in the major cities where it's happening the most. Now, Gunslinger, you went to the kitchen when I, when I started when I when I went to this. But in Rochester, New York, prosecutors are, have charged two people in connection with the riots up there. I read the story already, but I'm going to read it again. Now that, uh, now that you're back. Now, it says here that New York prosecutors have uh, unveiled criminal charges against two participants of the recent far-left riots in Rochester, New York. And U.S. Attorney James P. Kennedy, Jr. stated the following. The reason we are all here today is to announce that two individuals have been arrested and charged federally. Adam Green of Dansville, New York, and Dallas Williams Smothers of Rochester, New York, both aged 20. According to authorities, these individuals are facing hefty fines and up to five years in prison. They have been charged with obstructing and impeding law enforcement during an outbreak of political violence in the city. Prosecutors emphasized multiple attacks on law enforcement took place during those riots. Following the public disclosure on September 2nd of Daniel Prude's death, nightly protests, these aren't protests, they're riots, some of which have been violent, began to take place in the city of Rochester. Those protests have resulted in property damage and physical injury to members of the Rochester Police Department, according to to, uh, Mr. Kennedy. U.S. attorneys are continuing their investigation into the latest national unrest. They have said they will hold to account every participant of those violent and unlawful actions. What do you think of that gun?
6: I would say, yeah. I mean, I would have to agree because, you know. It's like these idiots that um, deface these statues and all this stuff. I'd say give them 15 years in federal prison. They'll have a lot of time sitting on their ass, unless they're bubba's bitch, to figure out, damn, maybe I shouldn't have done that. You know, because these people, think they, they think it's a game. They think that, you know, we'll, well, at 4 o'clock in the morning, I'll just go ahead and just quit that person that got shot, laid dead over on the street, he'll get up, walk away, and go home, too. Sorry. <laughs> this is reality. A person that was laying on the fucking street there with a bullet in his head ain't gonna get up and go home. Okay? That's when they have to be shocked, you know, into a second, oh, my God, this stuff's real, you know? It's not, no, it's not no video game. It's not no movie. It's not, you know... Like they see on them on the internet, oh wow, people get up, they get shot they get, get they get right up tomorrow. We start all over again. Not like that
1: Go ahead. no it's it's time it's time that this this uh, insanity was put was stopped once and for all, and with the and with two people being arrested and criminally charged, that's a start. but we need President Trump. I, like I said and I can't emphasize this enough we need president trump to invoke the insurrection act to put a stop to this violent pro- rioting once and for all it's not protesting and i wish people would stop calling it protests they're violent riots when you get a when you've got an elderly couple that is scared to death because Antifa BLM rioters decided in broad daylight to, you know, get in their face and intimidate them and scare them half to death. And in one instance, this woman decides, oh, that's not enough. So she's going to drink the person's beverage and then smash the glasses on the ground that belong to the restaurant. That's not protesting. That's destruction of private property that is harassment and that is illegal and the cities that allow it to continue I'm talking about the Democrat mayors and governors they need to be voted out of office they need to they need to go personally I I wish there was a way to criminally charge them as well because they are complicit in these riots By tying the hands of law enforcement They're complicit Or is it just me? <clears throat> Go ahead
5: No, no it's, not,
6: it's not just you I mean, yeah These mayors <clears throat> should be charged With criminal um, charges uh, felony charges because they are responsible for keeping the peace and quiet and law and order in their cities. They failed. They have completely failed and refuses help. Man, when you that stupid, that fucking stupid to refuse help when you are because of your political affiliation, oh, well, I'm a Democrat. I'm just going to let these people just right and kill and maim and Burn down things. Yay. (laughs) How did you ever get in that fucking office? I mean, that is crazy. These people should be removed immediately by whatever force necessary. Okay? And criminally charged. They put in prison for the rest of their life. That's what they need. Go ahead.
1: Well, I I, I feel that that that's the case, that's what it should be. We'll see. Now we go to more House Intelligence Committee bullshit. Ready for this one? Get this. According to a report, Schiff reveals new whistleblower complaint alleging suppression of Russian election interference, according to an Intel report. The House Intelligence Committee received a whistleblower complaint claiming Trump administration officials at the White House and the Department of Homeland Security suppressed intelligence reports related to Russian election interference, Democratic Committee Chairman Adam Schiff said Wednesday. In a statement, Schiff said former intelligence and analyst former intelligence and analysis acting undersecretary Brian Murphy filed the whistleblower, whistleblower reprisal complaint on Tuesday with the DHS Office of Inspector General. We received a whistleblower complaint alleging DHS suppressed intel reports on Russian election interference altered intel to match false Trump claims, and made false statements to Congress. Schiff Schiff tweeted Wednesday afternoon, This puts our national security at risk. He added, We will investigate. Here we go again, folks. A spokesman for DHS fired back Wednesday. The department generally does not comment on the specifics of OIG referrals but we flatly deny that there is any truth to the merits of Mr. Murphy's claim. The spokesman, Alexei Walternist, said, trying to pronounce names is like trying to get teeth pulled out in Ovocaine. DHS looks forward to the results of any resulting investigation, and we expect it will conclude that no retaliatory action was taken against Mr. Murphy. Schiff said that the investigation will come as part of the panel's probe for making protected disclosures. Undersecretary? For intelligence and analysis, Brian Murphy outlines grave and disturbing allegations that senior White House and Department of <clears throat> that senior White House and Department and politically. this is and an element of the. US intelligence this year before he was reassigned to DHS's management directorate and where he previously served as principal deputy undersecretary beginning in March 2018. The committee said the complaint alleges repeated violations of law and regulations, abuses US elections. Schiff went on to, to call Murphy's allegations serious, saying they include senior administration officials alleging su- Congress about terrorism threats at our southern border to modify intelligence assessments to match the president's rhetoric on Antifa and minimizing the threat posed by white supremacists. Schiff said We have requested Mr. Murphy's testimony before the committee, pursuant to subpoena if necessary, alongside other already scheduled interviews with other DHS officials. Schiff went on to slam the the Trump administration for ending briefings to Congress about foreign election interference, claiming it was a bid to prevent informing the American people, (coughs) excuse me, and its elected representatives about Russian efforts to help President Trump and hurt Joe Biden. The Biden campaign in a statement from spokesman Andrew Bates said, if true, these latest revelations cement a pattern of high-ranking Trump administration officials, not only keeping law enforcement officials and the American people in the dark about assaults on our democracy, but corrupting intelligence processes to benefit the president politically the Office of the Director of National Intelligence announced last month that it would scale back in-person election security briefings to Congress in favor of written reports amid concerns about leaks of sensitive information. I'll stop right there. So, Gunslinger, is it just me or... Does is, 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 is the phrase "Here we go again" sound familiar? Does Schiff not understand that he was unsuccessful the last time, and it's not going to work this time? And doing this before before a presidential election is political suicide. Go ahead.
5: Well,
6: you can say merry-go-round. Okay. Goes round and around and around and around. Um, and these people are hell bound on, on destroying themselves. And they're doing a very good job of it, by the way. Congrats. I'm glad they are. I'm glad they're doing a damn, a very good, muck muck job of destroying themselves. Because it proves to people that, hmm. Look how these dumb fucks are just going around and around, and trying to do this again over and over, and you fucking fail miserably every fucking time. Logic would dictate maybe the first, maybe the second, but third, fourth. I mean, what are you a fucking? You just you, you like the abuse, you like the the humiliation, you like the I don't know. There's something that drives these fuckers. I mean, if I did that, I'd be so fucking embarrassed. I couldn't show my fucking face in public, okay? And these people are in public every fucking day. But they don't care, okay? Well, obviously they don't care because they're Democrats. And Democrats don't care because they could stop doing that rioting and stuff in those cities. Nobody would have to be killed, shot, maimed, (coughs) chunk blown out of their fucking arm, businesses burned down, no insurance, completely ruined. None of that would ever happen, would
1: it? Well, that's, that's, this, that's the egg in a nutshell, Gunslinger. That is. I mean, Democrats have been so fixated in the last four years. They've been fixated on destroying this president. So much so that they, they 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 think that another investigation into Russian interference, now it's this election. The American people are going to see right through this. They have to. They have to see that this is just another witless wonder ploy on the part of Adam Ship for brains to uh, try and Corrupt the election. Basically, that's what that's what it looks like to me. He's trying he's trying to corrupt the election in order to what give Joe Biden a a, a victory.
5: <coughs>
1: yeah, right. Okay, sure. That's going to work real well for them. Uh, not. But let's also look at the at the at the at the clear and and present danger that the Democrats present if, if they go forward with this investigation and they're going forward with it obviously I don't see anything coming of this and if Republicans are smart they will battle tooth and nail my advice to Adam Schiff is cut the bullshit, cut the crap need now i this is a
5: awesome.
1: The San Francisco salon owner accused by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi of a setup after the lawmaker was caught on surveillance video visiting the salon in violation of city pandemic rules. Pelosi had made headlines last week for visiting the shuttered salon to get her hair done despite city guidelines not yet permitting such services. The speaker could be seen on video walking through the salon without a mask. But after Pelosi claimed she was the victim of a setup, her defenders allegedly flocked online to castigate the salon and its owner. Cayos, a single mother of two, said last week that she had received death threats following the release of the surveillance video exposing the powerful Democratic leader she added that she would likely be forced to move her business and her family out of San Francisco, a city which she has serviced for more than a decade. But it turns out that Cayos has her fair share of supporters too. A GoFundMe page created to help Cayos quickly began amassing donations As of Tuesday afternoon, over $314,000 had been raised. In a post on the fundraising page, Kios wrote, I wish I could personally thank every person who sent me their prayers, words of encouragement and support, and especially at a time when so many are struggling to make ends meet in their own lives. I am very humbled and grateful to have received such an outpouring of kindness, empathy and generosity from people I don't even know and from all walks of life and all sides of the political spectrum. It's a powerful reminder that the common things that bind us all together as Americans are far more, far more meaningful and lasting than political and ideological differences that get so much attention and focus. <coughs> Excuse me. On Labor Day, this is what she said, on Labor, Today on Labor Day, we should all focus on celebrating the efforts and achievements of hardworking people everywhere. They deserve our respect and appreciation, and they definitely all deserve an opportunity to get back to work safely and responsibly. That is all this was ever about. Finally, and most importantly, I want to thank my girls and their loving dad, and all my family and friends, especially Amy Tarkanian, for their support and understanding. The page was created by Kaios' longtime friend Amy Tarkanian, the wife of former Nevada, the wife of former Nevada Senate candidate Danny Tarkanian. The pledges that all donations will go to pay off any debts from the business that she has forced to shut down, expenses to relocate and reopen in a new location. Kaios has denied the allegation that she set a trap for Pelosi, calling the claim absolutely false. It's a political... Instead of getting your hair done at a salon that was shut down and violating the city's rules, that gives you.
6: I don't know if it's me. Or, I don't know if it's me or you, George, because you're cutting out on BTR. Dropping out? Huh. You're dropping out on BTR.
1: Hello. I can hear Uh-oh. you
6: now, but do you, you go in and out?
1: Gunslinger. Yo, yo, yo. Gunslinger, are you there?
6: Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: I thought for a second there, uh, I, it sounded like you said I was dropping out.
6: Yeah, you was. You go out for a few seconds, and you come back in, and hey, you're there now.
1: Basically, what it comes down to is Fancy Nancy abused her power as Speaker of the House to get her hair done. the House of Representatives, she's a power player. Who posted this link about Can you hear me?
6: I, I just heard just a few words. You're cutting out again.
1: All right. There's a there's an issue with the uh, connection with Blog Talk Radio where apparently I'm going in and out. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hang up with Blog Talk Radio and call back in again in the hopes that hopefully this will fix the problem. So I just told Gunslinger in the uh, Mixler chat room to stand by. Ladies and gentlemen, bear with me on the video feeds and on Mixler while I hopefully fix the issue. Okay, can you hear me now, Gunslinger?
6: That sounds that sound better so far.
1: All right, so you, you posted the link in the Mixler chat room about the salon owner and this more than $300,000 that was raised. Um, Pelosi claiming that uh, she, you know, she was the that she that that she was set up, and yet she's the one who violated city rules to go into a salon that was shut down, abusing her authority, her power as Speaker of the House of Representatives to do that. Now the question becomes. What should happen to this person? What What's should happen, to, to, happen what, to What what should this? be done about this?
5: Well
6: you know she's a she's a lying little scumbag, pick a seat, okay? Uh it's okay for them but it ain't okay for you. Okay? And if I was her, I'd turn around and sue her for every damn penny she had. If that's even Possible because probably you'd have to go out of state to even file a lawsuit against her, because you know she owns the politicians in that area, okay? Because that's her area, it's her dist- her district, okay? So trying to file a lawsuit against her there would be like, well, good luck on that one, okay? And she's got money, okay? The salon store owner, she's not a rich person. Peglosi is. Okay, look at where she lives, all right? So, if you got money and you got political influence, which she has, no doubt, okay, then who's going to come out a winner? She's already lied to her teeth, okay? She already violated the, the, you know, the mask and everything. But yet, like I said, it's okay for her, but it's not okay for you. Fucking hypocrite.
1: No, and I agree. She 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 thinks that you know she was set up. Talk about warped brain cell matter. I mean, you you don't go to some you don't call somebody salon make an appointment because you're the speaker of the house. If that had been if I if I owned the establishment, I'd tell her I'm sorry, city rules have us closed. We cannot help you. And if she tried pushing her political weight around, I'd tell tell her right right then and there, look, lady, I don't care if if you were the city's dog catcher. We're closed. We can't help you. We're not violating the city rules to accommodate you because you're, what, Speaker of the House? I don't care how powerful you think you are. We're not open. Have a nice day. Click. So that would have been my response. I mean, Ms. Kios does not deserve to be to go through this insanity. She shouldn't have to move her business because of Pelosi, but it's because of Pelosi that Ms. Kios is getting these threats and everything else. So I'll tell you something right now. If anything happens to her or her family as a result of Pelosi's stupidity, Pelosi should be called up on the carpet and held accountable for lying, blatantly lying. Folks, my viewer on Periscope, Cherokee Rose, said it best. Hashtag Pelosi lies. Trend that hashtag, please. Hashtag Pelosi lies. Because she does. All these Democrat fools do. And I'm sorry if the truth hurts. But Democrats, they're a bunch of lion sacks of crap. This is the, this is the world we're, we're being thrust into. This is the world we are stuck with until things change for the better. And the question becomes, what's it going to take to change things? Well, it starts with with election day. Now, I don't know if Pelosi's up for re-election or not. And if she is, vote her out, California. Do yourself a favor. She is a conniving witch. You don't need that representing you in the Congress. Seriously, you don't. And this story is getting traction even on Fox News, which is rather surprising in in itself. Now get a load of this, gunslinger. You know, this this to me speaks volumes of the kind of stupidity the left offers. Okay, a Rhode Island professor is saying, a Rhode. Island, let me try that again, folks. A Rhode Island professor says, "Killing by Portland activist okay from a moral perspective, saying he killed a racist." Ooh. You're about to incur my wrath, my ire, there, Professor. Professor of what? Left wing lies. And this professor had previously called for the for NRA executive Wayne Lapierre's head on a stick. Yeah. And get this, Rhode Island professor with a history of. Incendiary comments against conservatives is under fire again this week for appearing to suggest that the fatal shooting of a pa- of a Patriot prayer supporter during unrest in Portland last month was morally justified. <clears throat> the comment from Eric Loomis, a history professor at the University of Rhode Island came in response to a comment on his blog post, Why was Michael Renault killed? The Post questioned whether police deliberately murdered 48-year-old Michael Renault, the man who fatally shot Aaron J. Danielson on August 29th, the night Trump supporters clashed with backers of Black Lives Matter in Portland. I am extremely anti-conspiracy theory. But it's not a conspiracy theory at this point in time to wonder if the cops simply murdered him. Loomis wrote, "The police shot through. The police is shot through the through, through with fascists from stern from stem to stern. They were openly working with the fascists in Portland, as they were in Kenosha." which led to dead protesters. By fascists, Loomis is ostensibly referring to Trump supporters and members of Patriot Prayer, a group founded by conservative activist and former Washington Senate candidate Joey Gibson. The group has been portrayed by the mainstream media and the Southern Poverty Law Center as a far-right hate group though Gibson has denied this characterization. Last week, law enforcement officers investigating Danielson's death fatally shot Renault after, lo- after locating him in Lacey, Washington. Earlier that day, Portland police had obtained a second-degree murder warrant for Renault in connection with Daniel's death. Mike Renault is the guy who killed the fascist in Portland last week, Loomis wrote on his September 4 blog post. He admitted it and said he was scared the cops would kill him. Well, now the cops have killed him. In the comments section, a reader appeared to challenge Loomis' defense of Renault, writing, Eric, he shot and killed a guy. Loomis responded, Renault killed a fascist. I see nothing wrong with it. At least from a moral perspective. He then compared Renault to John Brown, the radical abolitionist who, in the mid 19th century, advocated for more violent tactics to eradicate slavery in the United States. After receiving some online scrutiny, Loomis followed up with another blog post on Wednesday in which he insisted. He wouldn't be intimidated by so-called fascists trying to cancel him. Um, yeah. Three one four area code. Hello. Oh, sorry about that. Shit, I hit I hit the. I, I went to hit something else, and I ended up hitting the guy's disconnect button. Oh, well, no big. So, Gunslinger, what do you think of that one? This this Rhode Island professor and his (laughs) saying that it was morally justified, or how did he put it? He said that uh, Renault killed the fascist. I see nothing wrong with it, at least from a moral perspective.
6: What do you expect from a Rhode Island professor? They're all liberals, okay? Teaching at a liberal college, I'm sure, university, whatever, okay? And that's what they push. They push their liberal agenda. Does it surprise you? Don't surprise me. I mean that's where all this shit comes from. Okay, that's why these college students and everything they attracted to that liberal shit because look who's spewing the shit. Well liberal. I mean it merges other flock together,
1: don't they? We? <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? It's insanity. This Rhode insanity. Island professor is a jerk. Oh, yeah. 314 area code. Let's try this one more time.
3: Hello, George. I am a pro-Trump supporter. Also, I am number 678. I also hate niggers. I'm a pro-Trump supporter.
1: Yeah. You know, you, you, you know something? 314-370-6181. You're a racist fuck. That's what you are. You're a racist fuck. And now I've got another number to... Uh, out there. Hopefully you get a lot of phone calls that uh, people call you a racist, a pig, a slob, a, a, a scumbag, and other the other name in the book. Yeah, go fuck yourself their butthead. And he put up a, and, he, and he created a, a Skype or Google voice number for Oakville, Missouri. What a dumbass. Unbelievable. But you know what? That scumbag just just showed his true colors. Just like the scumbag from the from Rhode Island that, that professor who's just as just as much a nutcase as, as the guy you just heard from. But, Gunslinger, what gets me is this guy Loomis is actually trying to justify murder. That's what gets me about this this shit. That's,
6: that's nothing new for them. I mean, they're justifying murder in that chop area and the... And these idiots and these other ones that are that are allowing all this to go on and people are getting killed obviously they're justifying that in their warped ways so what's the difference between this state
5: nothing
6: well, liberalism go ahead
1: well all I can say is you know you get you got you got stupid scumbags. In, in, in these left-wing uh, universities talking shit, you got bottom-themed basement-dwelling dweeb assholes that are racist cocksuckers that don't, that don't seem to understand that the only thing they're going to get for their trouble eventually down the road is stupidity and uh, hopefully a swift kick in the ass. You're not getting on the air. Don't bother trying. Because I know it's it's the same guy from the 678 area code. So, fuck off. See, when it comes to stupid people, I only put up with it for so long. But you know?
6: Got a quick, hmm?
1: Just
6: got a quick question it's before you go off not. there. Who who owns uh uh Gmail? Does Google own Gmail?
1: That's owned by Google, yeah.
6: And who owns uh, YouTube? That's owned by Google too, ain't it?
1: Google. Yes it is.
6: Hmm. Interesting. I've had
1: this strange Google problem owns.
6: with my Gmail. Go
1: ahead. Oh, no, what's Oh? Go- what's going on, Gun?
6: Well, for the past two weeks, at least two weeks now, uh, I've got my Gmail right, my normal Gmail, and but I have, but I'm subscribed to a bunch of YouTube channels on YouTube, right? You know, you go up that little mm-hmm. notification bell and you click the little notification. It's supposed to send you all notices. I haven't got
5: any mm-hmm. from
6: anybody. I haven't got one. Fucking notification, and I've described about ten or fifteen different YouTube channels. Any thoughts?
1: Well, the only thing I can the only thing I can figure is either they're not putting new stuff out, or the notifications aren't getting through.
6: They're putting they're, they're putting the videos out because I can go to YouTube, you know, YouTube dot YouTube dot com. And I can go to their channel, and they got they put out new videos. Okay, like one of them I just seen while ago was only two hours ago at the time, but I'm not getting a notification in my Gmail. i maybe figure one or two, but all of them, but I'm getting notifications from other sites like Mixler, for example. I get yours on on you know on Gmail, you know, Firefox News going live and blah 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 blah. I get them fine but not from, not from two weeks ago. Very strange.
1: Hmm. I don't know what to tell you because, see, I don't subscribe to uh, to a lot of places on YouTube. And I'm, a lot of places that I subscribe to have put out new stuff, and I've never gotten emails for, for them. So, and, and that's been over several years. So it's like, you know it could be a prior conversion that, system I, I don't know Yeah,
6: prior to it I was getting them every fucking day boom boom my clockwork all of a sudden it stopped
1: very strange <clears throat> well Personally, I think it's uh, insanity. It's total insanity. You know, Google, when they took over YouTube, I think whoever had it, whoever created YouTube originally, should have kept it. Because they weren't by they didn't have that that ridiculous bias against conservatives and unless the videos were like pornographic in nature or uh, made outright threats against people's uh, lives and shit like that, normally speaking before Google took over, you didn't have that problem where you had you know <coughs> To worry about videos yeah. being taken down.
6: Well, these, these videos are not taken down. I'm just not getting a notification. It's not new pornography right. or anything like that. Like, but I'm just, it's like one is Cole the Corn Star. It's a farmer. He's a, far, a corn farmer. I'm sorry. What? I mean, everyday life of a corn farmer.
5: Ah, or the aviation,
6: you know, Mr. Aviation 101. No notifications, period, from any of I
5: find
1: that very strange. I don't know. It it doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. But then again, you know, not not for anything, but you know, Google. They're like Microsoft. They'll they'll screw anything up, given the opportunity. You know, it's just unfortunate that, uh, Android phones have, you know, you have to use a, uh, a Gmail account in order to even get shit done on your phone when you first uh, activate the phone. It's crazy. But what I would do, it's just me, uh, depending on how many you actually subscribe to, I would see if I could get a message to the, um, find a a way, see if there's a way to get a message to the person, to the person running that particular channel that you subscribe to and you used to get notifications on and let them know you're not getting anything about new videos and stuff uh, for some reason for the last couple of weeks even and and yet they, they have been putting content fresh and new content out there so that's just that that's just my idea but um, you know it, it, I don't subscribe to a lot of I mean, the few things that I do subscribe to, I like I said, I haven't gotten notifications on or or emails about in a long, long time. And I just basically resolved myself to the conclusion that there's no point in trying, you know, or no point in worrying about it. If you know the channel, you you know wish- where, if you've got, if... good.
5: No, oh, it was just kind of a shocker
6: because I've had Gmail for years, okay? I mean years. And this is the first time this has ever happened. That's why it kind of got, it took me by surprise, you know? Huh. Like I said, weird. I thought about yeah, the setting it's, or something, it's, you know, that, a... you
5: know
6: Windows, Windows 10 or something that might have changed the setting or
1: something in there. No, it shouldn't. No, that that shouldn't. Have, that, that, I, I don't think it, it would have changed the settings in your in what you receive in the Gmail account because Gmail is separate from is, is a website. You
5: think so, yeah.
1: Nine hundred well, six area code. You were killing people. You
3: are racist. You are racist.
1: You're, you're a racist. You're an asshole. Get lost, head. Jesus Christ! You're a fucking moron. What fucking stupid people? You know something? Trolls are absolutely the most ridiculous bunch in the world. They are the Democrats of the future. They're the ones who... You know what, asshole? I, I hung up on you for a reason. Fuck off. Just never ceases to amaze me. The power of stupid people. Well, all I can say is 906-242-1446. I am not taking your call, so you can just sit there and listen. Because that's all you're going to get. As soon as I announced their phone number, they left. See? See? You you want to play you want to play games? You're playing with the wrong person. I don't get mad; I get even. Well, apparently, President Trump's list for SCOTUS. Hang on a second. Got another video. I hate these auto-start videos. They're such a pain in the damned ass. Well, President Trump's Supreme Court list. Get a load of this. He reveals names of 20 more people he'd consider nominating. Among them, Josh Hawley, Tom Cotton, and Ted Cruz. Check this out. President Trump on Wednesday announced a list of 20 more people he would consider nominating to the Supreme Court, including three sitting Republican senators. Speaking from the diplomatic reception, 314-370-6181, you're not getting on. Goodbye let me see here where was it oh yes Uh, speaking from the diplomatic reception room of the White House the president read off a list of names including Daniel Cameron the Kentucky Attorney General who recently spoke at the Republican Convention as well as Senators Ted Cruz of Texas Tom Cotton of Arkansas and Josh Hawley of Missouri Other names include Bridget Bade, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, Paul Clement, former U.S. Solicitor General, Stuart Kyle Duncan, Fifth Circuit Judge, Stephen Engel, Assistant Attorney General, Noel Francisco, former Solicitor General, James Hull, Fifth Circuit Judge, Gregory Katzis, D.C. Circuit Judge, 11th Circuit Judge, Barbara Lagoa, U.S. Ambassador to Mexico, Christopher Landau, Carlos Munez, Florida Supreme Court, Northern District of Illinois Judge, Martha Packold, 3rd Martha Paco- Circuit Judge, Peter Phipps, Eastern District of Missouri Judge Sarah Pitlick, I think that's how it's pronounced, Allison Jones Rushing, Fourth Circuit Judge, Deputy Assistant to the President, Kate Todd, Lawrence Van Dyke, Ninth Circuit Judge. The president said the 20 new names are being added to his previous list of 25 judges. At the same time, Trump used the announcement to hit his opponent for not releasing his own list of potential nominees. He said Joe Biden had not released names because they are so far left they could never withstand scrutiny. He called on the former vice president to name who he might nominate to the court, saying it is very important that he do so. Trump also warned of the consequences to the court if Democrats win the presidency. Unfortunately, there is a growing radical left movement that rejects the principle of equal treatment under the law, he said, if this extreme movement is granted a majority on the Supreme Court, it will fundamentally transform America without a single vote of Congress. Hmm. Radical justices will erase the Second Amendment, silence political speech, and require taxpayers to fund extremely late-term abortion, he said. It will give unelected bureaucrats the power to destroy millions of American jobs. They will remove the words, under God, from the Pledge of Allegiance. They will unilaterally declare the death penalty unconstitutional, even for the most depraved mass murderers. After the announcement, Hawley thanked the president, but tweeted that he has declined a potential nomination. I appreciate, the president's confidence in listing me as a potential Supreme Court nominee, he wrote on Twitter. But as I told the president, Missourians elected me to fight for them in the Senate, and I have no interest in the high court. I look forward to confirming constitutional conservatives. Senator Tom Cotton said he was honored to be considered moments before he was announced on the list. He tweeted, it's time for Roe v. Wade to go. <coughs> Excuse me. The Supreme Court could use some more justices who understand the difference between applying the law and making the law, which the court does when it, inverts, when it invents a right to an abortion, infringes on religious freedom, and erodes the Second Amendment, the Arkansas senator said in a statement. Senator Ted Cruz also said it was an immense honor to be considered for the role. The Texas, the Texas Republican said in a statement, it's humbling and an immense honor to be considered for the Supreme Court. The High Court plays a unique role in defending our Constitution, and there is no greater responsibility in, re, in public service than to support and defend the Constitution of the United States. The latest iteration of the list is the first update since November 2017 and comes less than two months before the presidential election. The list was first released in the later stages of the 2016 Republican presidential primary after then-rival Ted Cruz had dropped out of the race. It was aimed at reassuring conservatives suspicious of Trump that he would make Supreme Court picks in line with their priorities. The newest version has the same fundamental purpose. According to Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican from Kentucky, it worked in 2016. Here is a, here, here
5: is,
1: let me try that again, folks. <laughs> here is a guy who is about to become our nominee who was doing fundraisers for Chuck Schumer four years ago. McConnell said at the Federalist Society's 2019 Kentucky Chapters conference. So there were a lot of us saying, what are we getting here? And the list reassured a whole lot of Republicans, beginning with Republican U.S. senators. He added, fast forward a little further, and by the fall, the single biggest issue that brought nine out of ten Republican voters home to Donald Trump, just like nine out of ten voted for Mitt Romney, was the Supreme Court. The list is the first one produced without the direct involvement of former White House counsel Don McGahn, who was the driving force behind the confirmations of Justices Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh. McGahn was involved with Trump's campaign from the early stages and is seen as one of the most influential people on the Trump administration's judicial selection process, along with Federalist Society co-chairman Leonard Leo. McGahn's fingerprint is still on the most recent list, however, as Trump, with McGahn's involvement, nominated dozens of of judges, tongue-tied, In his first term to circuit courts of appeals, which is where most Supreme Court nominees have come from in recent decades, President Trump has a great problem to have. He has nominated and appointed a slew of excellent jurists to the circuit courts. Thus, he already has a public list the people he put on the circuit courts. The list released Wednesday was kept under wraps right up until it went public, with the group of people involved in in formulating it, including Leo, current White House Counsel Pat Cipollone, and Judicial Crisis Network President Carrie Savino, a former clerk for Justice Clarence Thomas. Savino... Said earlier this summer that she expects Trump's Supreme Court list to be a major factor in the upcoming election. 21% of voters said that the Supreme Court was their number one issue. That's more than a fifth of the voters. So it was hugely significant, she said. There was an active vacancy after the death of late Justice Antonin Scalia in 2016, but the next presidential term could be even more significant for Supreme Court nominations. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg is 87 years old. Justice Stephen Breyer is 82, and Thomas is 72. And Justice Samuel Alito is 70. Conservatives were pleased with the president's announcement. President Trump continues to keep his promise to prioritize the appointment of judges while Joe Biden continues to duck the issue and hide his list Servino wrote on Twitter so President Trump is putting out a whole bunch of um, a whole bunch of new people I don't know how much of that you heard before your Skype kicked off but let me um are you still there, Gunn?
6: Yeah, I'm still there.
1: Okay. So, did you, how, how much of the story did you hear? <clears throat>
6: I heard the majority of it. Uh, yeah, I mean,
5: <laughs>
6: you know, the list is going to be checking twice. Um, like I said, you know, the first one that ought to, you know, get out is old Guinea bird. You know, she's just holding on because she despites and hates Trump. That's the only reason on that one. I mean, I, yeah, they're going to, you know, he's taking a list because once he gets in there, you know, one or two of them are going to go. They got to. So, I mean, obviously. <laughs> go
1: ahead. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> by the way, uh, to 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 put Ted Cruz. Tom Cotton, and Josh Hawley on the list. Uh, Three senators who obviously uh, any one of them would make a good Supreme Court pick. Um, Of these three, Gunslinger, which one do you think is the most likely one to actually get the nomination? Josh Hawley, Tom Cotton, or Ted Cruz? I'm going to kind of lean
6: toward Ted Cruz since he's from Texas, or down here in Texas, not from Texas, but since he've been down here for for such a long time, I'm kind of putting my money on him.
5: Hmm.
1: Well, you know what? Uh my my um my basic philosophy in regards to these three, I would be inclined to agree with you on Ted Cruz, but there is still the question of of, of where he stands on certain issues. For example, the Second Amendment. Where does he stand on it? when it comes to uh, the southern border? Where does he stand there? And most importantly, where does he stand on all of this insanity by the left to go after President Trump with an investigation yet again into alleged Russian interference? You know what I'm saying?
6: Well, I think, you know, I haven't heard anything, you know, opposite, but um, Cruz, uh, he's Pro Second Amendment, he's for the border wall. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't agree with these rights and shit. Okay, so and like I said, you know, I've heard the name down here. I've you know because he's you know senator down there, in, you know here in Texas, down in Austin. Uh, I you know like I said, I would be the first choice that I would go for. I don't know about the other ones, but I know at least his. Because you know you got to be for those if you're if you're in Texas, okay. You got to be for guns. You got to be for the border wall because this is a border state. And surely you can't be, you know, for those protesters. You know, lawlessness and all that shit. So on those three, I'm sure he agrees 100%. Cruz, that is good.
1: No. I'm I'm inclined to lean more in the direction of Ted Cruz. Based on what you just said, because I, I think I think Ted Cruz would make a make a good Supreme Court justice. But the the, the thing is, we would need, we need to get at least two at least we need at least one or possibly two more justices. The problem is. You've got people like you've got a person like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who is sitting there, occupying a Supreme Court seat, only because she doesn't like Donald Trump, and saying that she'll stay on the Supreme Court as long as he's president. That's not a good enough reason to to risk your health. Your, and your very life because of your bad health issues if your hatred of Donald Trump is that deep-seated you don't belong on the Supreme Court. You know what I'm saying gun?
6: Well, that only shows how unbiased or biased she is. she is biased against the president okay because of what she said okay? you know I won't stay there until you know as long as he's president. So that should tell you something right there that you know her marbles are not there anymore you know she doesn't she doesn't need to be up there they they should have limitations on that. I mean, I'm sorry, you know she's up in age just like Sleepy Joe, look at him. I mean, I wouldn't even trust him as a Supreme Court justice <laughs> yeah, that'd be a joke in there by itself, so you know i well she's been through I'd say you know. What does she think she's going to do? Live forever? <laughs> you
1: know, that's crazy. Well, she believes that by occupying that seat, like I said, she's well. You know, she's <coughs> like, how can I put this? Um, she's justified in 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 in. Keeping it from other cons- from a potential conservative justice, but she's not doing the, the American people any good whatsoever. You know, she's not doing the she's not doing any good by them at all. Because For that- to sit there is lunacy
6: for that matter, the rest of them are not doing the American people any good. Pig Losey, Chuck the Smuck, all them other AOC, and all them them fuck-ups, they're not doing the American people any good either. They're fuck-ups too.
5: Total fuck-ups.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely complete screw-ups. But to look at the Supreme Court, the way it sits right now, if the only reason Ginsburg is holding on to that seat, like I said, is because of her hatred, her deep-seated hatred of Donald Trump, she's doing a disservice to everyone in America. So my, my basic problem with someone like that is... You know, you're you're pretty much stuck between a rock and a hard place because the way the Supreme Court rules, state, uh, she cannot be removed from office. Well, I don't, I don't know. If, I wonder if if she can be impeached, but with a Democrat-controlled Congress, that's not going to happen. But just waiting for her to retire or step, you know, to step down and retire or. God, you know, God forbid. And I don't. I don't wish this on anybody, regardless of their political persuasion or, or ideology. Uh, or to or dies while on the bench. You know, if if if, if that's if that's the only way to get them off the Supreme Court, then something needs to be something needs to change. Something needs to change in the rules. I think it's time the lifetime appointment was scrapped because it's not helping matters, especially when you abuse, and I mean this wholeheartedly, when you abuse the privilege of being a Supreme Court justice. It's an honor and a privilege to be nominated, but to be voted to the highest court in the land, it's an amazing opportunity. But to squander it, to stay on the bench until you either retire or drop dead? (sighs) Hey, listen. Ginsburg's hatred is what's keeping her on the bench, and, and and it's wrong. It's absolutely fucking wrong. But I look at this list of all these folks that were nominated. Okay, there's one name on the list I I think should should be removed. Deputy Assistant to the President, Kate Todd. No offense to to, to Miss Todd, but that that could be misconstrued as. Uh, Political favoritism. Last thing Trump needs is somebody accusing him of that shit. You know, Gunn?
6: Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know nothing about that person you mentioned there. I didn't... I, did, I have no idea, but, yeah, see, he doesn't need that. I mean, it's obviously, yeah, he doesn't need it.
1: Yeah. Well, Kate Todd is the deputy assistant to the President of the United States. So... We may not have heard of the person, but this person holds a position in the White House as, an, as a deputy assistant to the President of the United States. So that person should not be on the list because it could be misconstrued as a, a political favorite or favoritism by, by political means, you know. And I'm sorry to say it, you know, and I, I don't know anything about Kate Todd. I'm, I, I don't know. I, this is the first I've seen the name. So I don't know, you know, but at the same time, you look at the name and then you see the title that this person holds assistant deputy assistant to the president. That's you no, know, I, 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 I kind of cringe with that one. But when you look at these other names, and I don't know any of these people by names, you've got a judge from the Fifth Circuit, the Eleventh Circuit, the Third Circuit, the Fourth Circuit, the Ninth Circuit. Actually, you got a couple of just judges from the Fifth Circuit, all right, and, and and two judges from the from the Ninth Circuit, okay. So it's like with all of these names, and including and not limited to Ted Cruz, Tom Cotton, and Josh Hawley, he's got quite a few on, on the list. Good choices. We'll have to see how it plays out after he wins his second term. All right, so looking at some of the stuff I have here. Oh, I don't believe this I want to t- I want to take us to a little bit of entertainment news tonight. i, I forgot about this one. Bear with me, folks. i got to wait for a video. Just thank you. Always the, always the uh, auto start shit. Well, Jay Leno, you remember that guy, folks? He was the host of The Tonight Show for so many years. Well, guess what? Jay Leno is set to host You Bet Your Life, a game, sh- a game show reboot on Fox television stations. <laughs> I saw this Gunslinger, and I thought to myself, damn, that brings back some memories. I saw some of the reruns for that, for the original show. Well, Jay Leno, like I said, is set to host the reboot of this game show, You Bet Your Life. The comedian will revive the series with Fox television stations beginning in the fall of 2021. The original quiz show ran on television from 1950 to 1961. But got its start on radio in 1947, and the reboot will preserve the interviews and banter with, con- with contestants that the original became so well known for. Contestants will have a short, excuse me, will have a shot at winning prize money by answering a set of questions from predetermined categories. Two pairs of contestants will be presented in each episode. The first 180 episodes will be distributed by Fox First Run. Uh, Jay Leno said, I'm thrilled to be hosting the latest version of You Bet Your Life. One of my favorite things to do is talk to regular people and draw humor out of them. This is what Jay Leno said, and he's 70 years old. This is a comedy show wrapped in a game show it allows me to do just that. We need a familiar face to make us laugh, and we are incredibly proud and excited to reinvent this renowned franchise with the enormously talented Jay. Station Group CEO Jack, Aberna- Jack Abernathy said, <clears throat> Boy, I'm doing good tonight. My, my voice is almost gone. Showrunner David Hurwitz will also serve as an executive producer, as will Tom Werner. Jay Leno's sense of humor is perfect for this legacy brand, and I couldn't be more excited to be a par- to be partnered with him and Tom Werner to bring this iconic game that is full of laughs back to television. This is what Hurwitz said. Now the original you Bet Your Life was hosted by uh, comedian Groucho Marx and I I watched some of the reruns of that over the over the years and, I've, and I I I got to tell you uh it's to see to see this uh, this iconic show being brought back uh after all these years with a with a new host and so forth I got to tell you gun I don't know if it's going to work or not, but if it's got Jay Leno involved, it stands a good chance. What do you think?
6: Well, yeah, yeah, I, I would say it would stand a good chance. Yeah, I mean, I never was a—I was never was a big Jay Leno fan. I mean, it was like okay, but yeah, if he thinks he can do it, I mean, yeah, good.
1: Well, good luck to Jay Leno on that one. I don't know if he's going to need it or not, but we'll see. Uh, excuse me, I have to yawn. Hey, I hate when that happens. Oh, and by the way, CNN's Chris Cuomo, <laughs> check this out. Let me wait. Wait a minute. Ouch, my ears get. Blasted every time these auto starts hit. CNN's Chris Cuomo rehearsed the interview with Cohen ahead of the 2018 TV appearance. This is what leaked audio proves. See? It's all, it's all, it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a shit show with CNN. Oh, excuse me. Oh, God, that's terrible. CNN anchor Chris Cuomo appeared to go above and beyond standard interview prep in 2018 when he gave former Trump attorney Michael Cohen advice about what he should say in an appearance on the network. New audio shows. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I wonder, could this be the... Yep. Okay. I'm just going let to the, let the Tucker Carlson piece tell it because it'll be easier that way instead of trying to read it through yawns. We still do it a lot of. So here goes nothing. And of course it did it twice. I click it once, and it opens twice. (laughs) That's a real cute way to do things. Oh, come on. Really? Open the damn thing up. Now, oh, now we're going to bounce around again, huh? Uh, I hate when this happens. You click on something, and it opens
4: elsewhere. Over the past week, we've played you recordings of a couple of well-known figures at CNN. Chris Cuomo is the 9 p.m. anchor there, and then Jeff Zucker, who's the president of the network, speaking to their friend Michael Cohen in very unguarded ways. If you've heard the tapes, you know that Cuomo and Zucker are not at all what they seem to be, In public, both of them are sanctimonious moralizers. They're given to lectures about propriety and racism and white privilege. But in private, let's just say, they are definitely not that way. Zucker and Cuomo, in other words, are frauds, just like the channel they work for. Despite its name, CNN is not a cable news network. It is a slickly produced propaganda loop. Every topic CNN covers has been chosen for its political effect. Every word its anchors speak has been curated to manipulate you. Nothing winds up on CNN by accident. The whole thing is a scripted drama written for the benefit of the Democratic Party. That's not overstatement. Tonight we have proof. This is a conversation that took place in 2018 between CNN anchor Chris Cuomo and his friend, the disgraced felon lawyer Michael Cohen. The two spoke in person. Cohen wanted Cuomo to prepare him for an interview he'd been asked to do on CNN. As Michael Cohen put it, he wanted, quote, guidance as a friend more than anything. Chris Cuomo was happy to oblige. But before we play you the exchange between the two of them, listen first to how Michael Cohen describes his interaction with another CNN anchor.
1: I'm going to ask you for your advice on how to handle the interview that I'm doing first with you. Erin Burnett wants me to do hers first. Says <laughs> so she goes, yeah, but it's better if I do it with a woman. As opposed to with you. I said, I well, did not accuse of... I said, bothering a woman. I said, but Chris is a woman.
4: So there you have a news anchor telling a potential guest that he better talk to her first because she's a woman. At CNN, everything is about identity politics. But regardless of the sex of the anchor, Michael Cohen was worried about doing the interview because he knew he'd get questions about the payments he made to Stormy Daniels. He wanted Chris Cuomo to tell him what to say. Now, on TV, Cuomo might have launched into a lecture about how it's wrong to send money to strippers. But in private, he skipped that lecture. You will be asked that, Chris Cuomo told Michael Cohen. And you can say, I did it for him, for Donald Trump. My relationship has always been for him. I've always said, I don't speak for the campaign. I speak for him as his attorney. Cuomo went on to elaborate, quote, and to the question of motive, he told Cohen, the response would have to be, you can speculate as to why you think I did it all day long. BUT THE ONLY ANSWER IS MY ANSWER, AND I JUST TOLD YOU WHY I DID IT. YOU DON'T GET TO SPECULATE BECAUSE IF YOU CAN'T PROVE THAT I GOT PAID BACK BY TRUMP FOR THE CAMPAIGN, IT IS SLANDER AND DEFAMATION FOR YOU TO SAY THAT I DID. NOW THERE'S NO RECORD OF WHETHER MICHAEL COHEN WAS TAKING NOTES AS CHRIS CUOMO WAS TALKING, HE SHOULD HAVE BEEN TAKING NOTES, BECAUSE THE SCRIPT THAT CUOMO PROVIDED HIM IS TIME-TESTED. IT'S THE CLASSIC LAST CHANCE DEFENSE OF THE OBVIOUSLY GUILTY. WHEN YOU DON'T HAVE A GOOD ANSWER, threaten the person who's asking the question, in this case with a defamation suit. Cuomo seems certain that would work on CNN. Then he gamed out what would happen next when Cohen went on his own channel. Quote, I think the way this conversation goes is almost exactly the way we're having it right now, which is where I say this looks shady, and you say it looks shady to you because you're coming in with a specific intention. Again, Cuomo advised Cohen to attack the anchor. It's effective. But it's not clear that Cohen understood what he was saying. On the tape, some of Michael Cohen's responses to Chris Cuomo seem disjointed. Others sound like he's grunting. Perhaps to make it easier for Michael Cohen to follow, Chris Cuomo began acting out both sides of the exchange. He acted out the news anchor's question, and then he acted out Cohen's scripted response to that question. The conversation devolved into a kind of one-man play with Chris Cuomo as the performer and Michael Cohen as the audience. Here's one act.
1: And why didn't you just let it all come
6: out and let the people decide? Because it's not a fair process. They wouldn't have had any of the counterfacts, and they would have had her. You know, if if she was somehow convinced to do it, and people decided to believe that her denials um, were somehow less
1: true than her admissions, Um, I didn't want to play that game. Everything was
4: tilted against Mr. Trump. That's
3: what it is. And then either they'll believe it, or they'll be like, "There's no way he didn't know."
4: Pretty tricky. Chris Cuomo sounds like he's got some experience making excuses. But the bigger point is this. Sometimes when you watch a political show on television, you'll notice the dialogue seems unnatural, almost like parts of it have been scripted. Well, at CNN, that is literally what you are seeing, scripted conversation. What you just heard there was the writer's meeting before the show. But Chris Cuomo was just starting. He then told Cohen how to dodge questions about a shell corporation Cohen had used to make payments to Stormy Daniels quote, I'm not being shady, Cuomo instructed Michael Cohen to say on television. I was being legal and I did it my right way. You're wrong about the LLC. I've used it for other things. I have tons of LLCs. I did not form it just to do this. And even if I had, my whole point would have been to keep it quiet. But that happens to just not be true, end quote. Well, that's slick. But in case that excuse didn't work, Chris Cuomo advised Michael Cohen once again TO ATTACK THE PERSON ASKING THE QUESTION, QUOTE, UNLIKE THE MEDIA WHO IS REPORTING ON THIS, I DON'T LIKE TO SAY THINGS JUST BECAUSE THEY ARE CONVENIENT WHEN THEY ARE UNTRUE. AGAIN, THERE IS NO RECORD OF HOW MUCH OF THIS MICHAEL COHEN WAS ABSORBING, OR WAS CAPABLE OF ABSORBING, given HIS NATURAL LIMITATIONS. BUT CHRIS COMO KEPT WRITING THE SCRIPT FOR HIM ANYWAY. THE CNN ANCHOR IS GOING TO ASK YOU, QUOTE, WHY DIDN'T YOU JUST LET IT ALL OUT AND LET THE PEOPLE DECIDE? GOOD QUESTION. And at this point, there's a long pause in the tape. Michael Cohen clearly doesn't have any idea what the answer should be. But Chris Cuomo knows exactly what to say. So he jumps back in and takes Michael Cohen's part of the colloquy once again. Quote, because it's not a fair process, Chris Cuomo barks. They wouldn't have had any of the counterfacts If people had decided to believe her denials were less true than her admissions, I didn't want to play that game. Everything was tilted against Mr. Trump, said Chris Cuomo. Well, at this point, Michael Cohen starts to get it. So Chris Cuomo decides to take the training wheels off and act out the scene together. Here it is.
3: If it looks shady. It looks fine. Look, you know, it's a shady business. I didn't like that. I had Politics is a shady right. I didn't like that I had to pay her to keep her quiet just in case she decided to lie because somebody was paying her.
4: It goes on like this and on and on and on. Chris Cuomo writing the script for a live interview on his own network that hasn't yet taken place. He gives it his all. He tries his hardest. He plumbs the depth of his legal well. But in the end, Chris Cuomo clearly still senses that his friend, Michael Cohen, could be in serious legal trouble anyway. So he offers to get the big guns involved. Listen.
5: How do you get in trouble? You don't get in trouble legally. I'll ask, uh, I'm going to make some phone calls on that and make sure that you can't get
4: You heard that. I'm going to make some phone calls and make sure you don't get blank. Presumably you don't get indicted. Chris Cuomo offers that help to Michael Cohen unsolicited. And honestly, it's a lot more than most news anchors would do for a guest, we can tell you firsthand. Did Chris Cuomo call his brother, the governor of New York, on behalf of Michael Cohen? We don't know the answer to that. We do know that whatever Chris Cuomo did, it didn't work. In the end, Michael Cohen went to prison anyway, but Chris Cuomo did try. Even back then, Cuomo understood that Michael Cohen could be useful someday, and indeed, Michael Cohen definitely has been useful. Tonight, two months before the presidential election, Michael Cohen is appearing on CNN in primetime to make the case against Donald Trump. In other words, in the end, it all paid off. What do you think of
1: that, Gunslinger?
6: Well, you know, everything, everything that Trevor Carlson says is true. I mean, it doesn't... Well, yeah. I mean, there's nothing that I can disagree with him on. Uh, he hits the nail on the, on the... hits the hammer on the nail, nail on the hammer every, every time about these idiots of what they do and how they do it and what they're involved with. I mean... The truth comes out. I mean, you can never hide it. So yeah, yeah, he's that a lot of money.
5: <laughs> Go ahead.
1: But what did what did you think of of the fact that that Chris Cuomo was giving Michael Cohen his, the, what to say, scripting him on how to answer the questions? Well, <laughs> I mean,
5: that's From supposed what to you, be a, what you
6: from what you said about Cuomo he's a fucking idiot what do you expect from an idiot smart uh, he's yeah I mean look at look at his background uh, sure he'll he'll slide he'll say anything he'll script anybody yeah you need to do you need to say this cause he's a corrupt motherfucker and when you're a corrupt motherfucker this is what you do <laughs> quit
1: Now, when you're when you're a corrupt politician, it's it, it's 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 bad enough. But when you're a corrupt alleged anchor, God Almighty, and the brother of a governor, no less. Hey, my God, man! You know, when I interviewed Ray Stevens back in two thousand and ten. There was nothing scripted about that shit. I mean, he answered honestly and openly in regards to the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, expressed his heartfelt uh, opinions uh, in regards to it, and... uh, you know it's 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 a catch 22 so i don't know maybe maybe just maybe we'll see the we'll, we'll we'll see cnn pay for its ridiculous bogus reporting may not happen in our lifetime but eventually it'll happen So, all I can say is, gunslinger. God help this country if Biden gets in that office. You know what I'm saying?
6: Oh yeah. But it ain't gonna happen. Oh yeah. No, it ain't gonna happen. And Trump will have it for another four years. Hopefully, his son will run. You know, Trump Jr. You know, after his four years. Uh, because if them bastards get in there again, you know we're gonna be up shit creek without no fucking paddle much less a crick. Good.
1: Tell me about it. Well, Gunslinger, I'll put this to you. We've seen so far in this election cycle, in this presidential election cycle, the underhanded, Dirty, rotten, disgusting, slimy actions of the Democrats come to full fruition time and again. And uh, not for anything, but I hope the American people are, are realizing that the Democrats are not doing them any. They're doing the Democrats are doing the American people a huge disservice by their antics especially Nancy Pelosi especially Chuck Schumer but the, the, time will tell
6: they're just doing more harm than good tell me what good they're doing they're not so obviously they're doing harm <laughs> just the opposite
1: I think I think it would be it would be a shock to my to my nervous system if the Democrats actually did something right and did something good for the American people,
6: I'd say it's a massive
1: coronary in over it. Huh? I'd
6: say and fall back in it.
1: Huh. Ain't that something? I'd be, I'd be right there with you, brother, on that one. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online. Hey, we'll be back for the Thursday night edition. And hopefully you'll be joining us as well. In the meantime, a quick reminder, Firefox News Online will have, a, will have its annual 9-11 Remembrance broadcast at a special start time of 9 p.m. Eastern time. That's 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central, and 6 Pacific time, I believe. I think I got it right. on the the multiple broadcasting video platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network and, of course, on the radio side as well. So be sure to join us. In the meantime, I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. Until next time, America, we're out of here. Good night. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden, copyright 2020, all rights reserved. You can catch the links to Firefox News Online's broadcast by going to facebook.com slash ffnoibn. That's facebook.com slash ffnoibn. For the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Networks. Hey, we'd like to hear from you, so send your comments to comments at Firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at Firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, any stories or topic ideas you might have, we'd like to hear from you. Send to We Report at Firefoxnewsonline That's we report at Firefox Again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you so much for being here. We'll catch you next time.
5: That's all, folks. So let it be written. So let it be done. <laughs>